Good afternoon, Rich Das, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Christina Mungin, and she is the Director of Emerging Technologies for Unisys. How are you doing, Christina? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, I don't think I've ever had anybody from Unisys on my podcast before. You're not our typical embedded technology company. But um, the reason I wanted to bring you on, something crossed my desk um, where you guys have a pretty good handle on what we can expect in terms of growth for cloud-based AI and machine learning. First of all, is that true? Yes, very much so. Uh, we focus across uh, all things cloud applications and infrastructure in addition to our digital workplace, BPS, and enterprise compute solutions. Okay. So let's get into that growth. Before we do that, um, what's your source of information? Sure. So as a part of our emerging tech program, in partnership with our signature research program, we're constantly searching for signals, trends, and emerging technologies to drive innovation. Uh, so as part of that, we've taken a multifaceted approach uh, leveraging insights from analysts, academia, market intelligence, as well as conducting our own signature research initiatives to keep a pulse of the market and looking at trends that are redefining the industry. Okay, so let's go through some of those trends. What, what are some of the biggies? Well, if we focus on AI, there's really a larger like AI transformation taking part um, some have called it the next wave of digital transformation. Others have said we're at the inflection point of AI, uh, especially given the release of ChatGPT and so many other AI applications in the last six months. We're now seeing an AI for everyone this year. It's, it's now gone from being in the hands of technologists or data scientists to now having everyone across disciplines be able to access that power of AI. Through Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's really amazing. If, if I uh, reflect on the space that I've seen unfold in the last 10 to 15 years and just look at how far we've come going from bringing data into the cloud across like purpose-built solutions, moving to more real-time and event-driven architectures, all the way through then leveraging more advanced capabilities like analytics, machine learning, and now AI. I think this is just the, the next evolution that's going to amplify productivity, creativity, and even change how we interact with customers. I'm a big believer in uh, edge-based AI and machine learning, but you seem to be advocating more cloud-based. And I, I guess I'm putting words in your mouth, but um, is is that the case? Do you think this stuff should be done in the cloud? Well, I think it's it's very much like distributed cloud. So by that, I mean, right from uh, cloud to edge, really like spanning uh, from your organization all the way through cloud and edge as really a more connected fabric 
in terms of then having, right, when you mentioned AI on the edge, examples are like what you see even as consumers in terms of what's running on your smartphones. Uh, but that could also be running in IoT, uh, autonomous vehicles, right, are also great applications. So yeah, I really see it as a much more like distributed AI going forward. Okay. How much should we be afraid of artificial intelligence? I think we need to be cognizant of it, just like any other emerging technology or evolution that we've seen in the past, right? That with greatness comes great responsibility. We need to be in the driver's seat. While many have mentioned that we will have more AI co-pilots, it is us as the driver that needs to take the onus and have that like final authority. Many have said to practice more like a human in the loop, but I think it, the onus is on us as the drivers to define the future that we want in conjunction with AI to amplify what we do. But there's so many bad guys driving their own cars. How do we stop them from doing bad things with this really cool technology? Sure, I think that's the case with any uh, type of new technology or uh, solution, right? It's now available across the board, right? To good guys, bad guys, and all actors in between. Uh, I think that that means that we need to, uh, as a society, understand, right? How we want to regulate it, which onus uh, we take on as we use it and what guardrails we want to put in place. If you think about how uh, the EU has taken, they've taken much more like a citizen first approach, whereas the US has taken a company first and I think given a little bit more freedom to the big tech companies as this has unfolded. Is AI as we know it here, or is this just the tip of the iceberg and we're going to see some really amazing things in the near future? Or the yeah, I think. I think, as you mentioned, we are, we are just at the tip of the iceberg. And I think this is the first fork okay, into having others like see AI uh, come into their workflows. Maybe they didn't recognize it as much when it showed up on their content stream, when it was recommending the next Netflix or recommending the next product on their uh, Amazon cart. Now, I think with these applications, right, others are, are now seeing like that play out. And there is often a lot of times fear and concern in those early stages. But I think once we get past that, we'll realize that like this is really like complementary and we will all want our own co-pilot, maybe multiple AIs uh, helping us in our personal lives as well as our professional lives. If I... Uh, if I think about it going forward, like maybe in the next five years, we won't go to amazon.com. We'll just ask it to say, here's what I want on my uh, shopping list. Or maybe it'll even recommend, here's a healthier option for you. Uh, I'm really excited in terms of you know, what those news experiences will look like. Is the hardware that we need to do these things you're talking about here and we just need the software to catch up or is, is there still another generation of hardware that, ha that has to play itself out? 
Well, I think we've we've even kind of pushed our computing demands going from CPUs to GPUs to now we're seeing different silicon like that was released uh, by Apple. Or if you look at the more uh, unique solutions that like Tesla is looking at at that layer, I think we will continue to press and want more refined hardware to support what we want to do, especially as then we think about also privacy and security built in in that layer. Okay. Uh, any big predictions you'd like to make? I'm not sure if there's necessarily uh, specific predictions, but rather uh, a call to action in terms of how others look at the real potential here, right? This is not just to like help you write the next email, but think about how this really is going to change, like what our experiences are. So looking at those business challenges and pain points and think about, right, how we can reimagine like, all of our processes. MX looked at like what expense reporting might look like if we didn't need to have human interaction Right, take that as just one inspiration for where else you could apply it. Very good, that's cool stuff. Thank you very much, Christina. I look forward to uh, seeing how this plays out and maybe we could hook up again after it does play out. Yeah, that sounds great. That was Christina Mongan. She is the Director of Emerging Technologies for Unisys and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day. <laughs>